what's up everybody we're back with another episode can you believe we are 12 episodes in y'all we almost to the end of season one we're gonna have a season two that'll probably air sometime in june i still got a couple more episodes to finish off season one and then your girl is taking a break because i've got a book to finish i done got behind on some other shit and yeah but I've enjoyed doing this. I've met so many new people. I've learned so much new things. I have been called every name in the book because of my opinion. But hey, that's life. So today, I got a special somebody here who I'm going to get in their business. Like, you know how I do. I'm going to get in their business and we're going to learn a little bit more about them. So yeah, let's get into it. So, tell us about yourself and what made you get into music. For those who don't know, he's a rapper and a singer. Well, I can't just call him a rapper because he be singing too. And I'm not hyping him up because he's my friend. Because if anything, I'm the hardest on my friends. But he do both. So, But what made you, because we actually never talked about this. We've been friends for like four years now. Yeah. And I've never actually asked him what made him want to do music. So what made you want to do music? I mean, I had opened up for Ray Cash. And, like, he was fucking with my music. When so, was that? This was a year ago. But you've been rapping before that. Yeah, I just didn't take it serious. So what made you... So that is what made you take it serious? Yeah, because, like, when somebody got a bigger, you know, platform than you... Mm -hmm. and they see potential in you. It's like, it's different. Yeah, because um, Angela Yee follow me now, y'all. I'm going to start acting real different. Just saying. <laughs> so, tell us, was the Ray Cash your first show? Your first big show? Or you've already done um, shows prior to that? That was my, that was like my second, second or third show. But like, that was the first big show with a name. So, tell us about your very first show. My very first show, I was in high school. And, um, I had went to this place in Alliance called Jupiter Studios, and I was in a group at the time, like my first ever group, mm -hmm. and I wasn't really taking it serious, but I was, and you know, the people, they really fuck with my music, so I don't know what, like, stopped me from continuing everything, it was just, I don't know, I had to find myself pretty much. Because life... Listen, life <laughs> yeah. will have you distracted. Listen, y'all, I started a book. Y'all know I write books. For those who, if this is your first time listening to me, I write books. I started a book in January. It's April, y'all. I'm still not done. That's how much life been kicking my ass. But tell us about your worst show. My worst show? Where you <clears throat> was like, nah, I'm never performing here again. Or nah, this experience um, was whack. Was I mean, it about wait? Tell us, a, tell the story about when you was supposed to perform but didn't. Oh. Wait, do wait out? No, Akron like to come for me, so I ain't gonna say his name. But uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I meant all right. So it was like it was all right. It was a group thing. Mm -hmm. Um, my homeboy at the time, like we still cool like this, but. We, he came up with the show. He told us about it. I'm like, you know, it sound good. And it's supposed to be, you know, uh, what was that shit? Uh, Wasn't it in Canton? Yeah, it was, was in Canton. It was a, it was a Canton promoter. Akron rappers, they was like promoting that shit. But it was like, it was weird because you don't just like ask somebody like a couple days or a week before the show. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, that's bad. That, you know, but it wasn't what it was supposed to be, and like a whole bunch of rappers basically said they got their money took. I mean, shit, and I guess we we got our money took too. Y'all shiesty as hell <laughs> for that. Listen, yeah, it, that shit was that shit was sad. Family there, friend, like it was a lot of people there to see us, and that shit happened. And that's embarrassing on like the people who were prepared to perform. Like you said, you have family there. And a whole bunch of... I would be pissed. See, I don't like when people play. And, and the crazy part is... I had like, I had a show set up. Like, I had a show so set up. So you really could have went to a legit show, but yeah. you picked that. See see what I mean? Y'all... Like, I did it out of... You know, this my nigga. And he, he felt like this is, you know, going to help us in our career. Like, they, 
I mean, the people, the show that we was going to do in Youngstown, it would have, you know, it would have been people there. Like, that's the that's the real <laughs> you. He he be so calm about shit. I be ready to tear everything the fuck up. That's why yeah. we that's why we friends. We and like so, yin yang. Sometimes yin-yang. you gotta be like humble, but not too humble, I guess. You hear him? You hear him, y'all? You see why? That's why we friends. Cause y'all know me. I think I'm all that in a bag of Doritos. <laughs> Listen. So what made you? Okay, so your stage name is Gambino, mm-hmm. but that's not your actual name. So no. what made you pick? This man actually gave me my name when I was a kid. So, so you've been using... How long have yeah. you been using that name? I had him in like seven or eight. And then didn't you like... You put like legal papers on that shit, right? Yeah, I got it. But I don't spell it like his last name. Like his shit is actual Gambino. Mine is G-A-M-B-E-N-O. And I added the, you know, the 330 to represent from where I'm from. It's, it sounds good when you say it on the song, though. <laughs> Gambino. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the business mm-hmm. side of music. And let's start with your manager. And your manager is your mom. Yes. Shout out to moms because yeah. she do her thing. The momager. For okay. Sure. So the question was, there was a conversation about, you know, the whole mom and the parents just parents in general because you know you have dads that manage their kids and moms that manage their kids Mm -hmm. so how is it how is that for y'all since you hear so many stories about the business like affecting the parent-child relationship i mean it ain't bad because she keep me on my p's and q's like um, business and being a like her being a mom like I know she gonna have my best interest but mm-hmm. she do that for my whole team too so it's like if she feels like something's not right nine times out of ten like that shit <laughs> ain't right <laughs> yeah so like and it's been so many times to where it's like alright ma that, that, like this is why you my manager and I mean, she her background is is up there, so <laughs> like she that girl, period. Yeah, like she is very like, much. <laughs> um. So as far as how do you juggle, like music and because I know you work around, you know, uh, you work too, yeah, and you you know everything else that you do. Like, how do you manage everything without being like fuck all this shit? I can't do it. Um, I mean, staying busy for real. But it's like, how do you manage your time? Man, like, um, all right, so. For somebody who wants to do what you're doing, but, you know, they still have to, you know, live mm-hmm. a regular, uh, work a job or whatever for the time being. How do you manage going to the studio and, because he my friend, y'all. Let me tell y'all how hard I damn near got to make an appointment to see this nigga. <laughs> so. Nah, I mean, it. it just like this, like. If you want to do something, you're going to do it ever. Like, you got to make your schedule around everything. Because, like, sometimes I'll work 60 hours a week. And then after that, it's like whatever time I have, like, I might work a 12-hour shift in a day. I'm going to try to get at least two hours of writing time before I go to sleep. Like, it has to be. Because at the end of the day, you got to keep, like, you got to perfect your craft, like, do you feel like discipline is plays like a huge role in definitely being able to get somewhere? Because for some odd reason, you people be coachable, all that. Like, like, listen, you learn every day and something new. So facts, facts. You definitely got to be. Because for some odd reason, it's too many people to think they could do the bare minimum and get everything in return. And business that it just don't happen. Like if you you got business partners. You got to make sure that your business partner can trust you and you can trust them. Like that loyalty when it comes to business and all that, it's like important because everybody's interests might not be the same. So, how do you feel about doing business with mixing business with friends? Do you feel like that's difficult or that's become difficult at times? No, because I feel like if you can. You help each other get to where y'all need to be. Like, why not? 
like your friends, your family is your biggest support system. So if you're gonna support your friend and they support you, like why not? Like let's talk about friends, cause <laughs> you and some friends have a group. Yes, yes. Um, aside of being just and being all by yourself, you have tell us about FLMG. Got my boy for real keynote and you got my boy t-sway keynote he that's a singing ass like for real though like <laughs> he he'll bust out us and sing and people would just stop like that he, he's he's the voice for sure and sway he come with a he come with a lot of different different styles like myself and he he got like a older style or switch it up on you and like raspy whatever you want like boy talented how do y'all going back to business as a group how do y'all deal with the business side of being in a group because obviously you know y'all gotta have the serious conversations and yeah. outside of let's just get in the studio like how do y'all handle all the it it's really just a phone call like um, we'll hit each other up, see what somebody doing. Like, hey, we got to do this. We got to get this done. We got this movie shoot to do. Like, you know, and for the most time, like, it's been, it's been kind of a little, you know, little ups and downs. Cause like my group didn't just start with three people. It was seven niggas. That's too many. Listen, <laughs> seven. Okay, like three is one thing. Four is like, all right. Man. Five was all right, you pushing it. But like anything <laughs> over that, you doing too much. Because like, no. Nah. It, it was, yeah. It, it was a lot dealing with all them fucking personalities. Because like, at some point, people feel some type of way. Like, I feel like in me, I don't want to be the leader. Like, I feel. I'm gonna play whatever position I'm good at. Like that's what I'm a team player. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I, if I chose anybody, it it'd have to be key or or sway to be the leader. Like me, I you know I do the networking and shit like that. I don't. You feel like you more behind the scenes. I mean, I like to do both, but behind the scenes, I'm good at because I'm I like to talk to people. Like networking is what I'm good at. Do you think? I'm not going to say that because I don't need y'all. I don't need y'all coming for me. But, okay, so since you guys were friends first, do you feel like the group has taken a toll on your friendship or made y'all closer? I mean, whew, it's both for real. Because, like, when it comes to business, people, and you and you dealing with friends, sometimes, like, it can be messed up because you might not get the same thing as me. I might not get the same thing as you, but I still got to be happy for you at the end of the day because you my nigga and like we trying to do this together. Anything I do should fall back for you. Anything. It should come back to, to the whole group. Like, so to me, that shit don't matter, but it, it toes because everybody personality ain't the same. Everybody don't have to, you know, it's different. So that was such a professional response to that question because... <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so going back to the music, mm -hmm. kind of solo and in the group, what from you know just your music? What is your most streamed song? And from the group, what is y'all most streamed song? The crazy part, group wise, we we actually um will be dropping a little EP soon, so it didn't drop yet. So we have no stream song for fully loaded yet, but. You're not going to count Messi? Messi not out. But, like, if, if you was talking about performance-wise, mm -hmm. Messi, when I'm talking about the females, when they hear that shit, even, listen, I think we done did that shit in front of a whole bunch of gangsta-ass niggas, man. Them niggas singing that shit, like. I'm mad as hell they still ain't <laughs> that song. Listen, singing that shit, like, it, it's so crazy. Like, the biggest nigga in the club, like, even the security, like, everybody singing the song. We done performed that song, like, all around. We didn't perform in Miami, PA, Cleveland, Akron, Youngstown. Where what was y'all favorite place to go perform at, or what was your favorite place? Favorite, I had to say PA, because when we went to PA, like over I, Miami. Over my the only reason why over Miami is because Miami was different. 
like it was fun doing it, mm-hmm. but like the response that you want was was MPA because like you feel like the crowd showed more love. Yeah, that, and plus we've been going there. Like mm-hmm. shout out Josh from YNC. Like he didn't help me out the whole group out like through my whole career for this last year. Like you know, so him and Corley. Corley, like, they got us to go to Miami. So, like, Miami was fire. Like, I got to watch Lamar Odom fight, meet a whole bunch of celebrities, shake, bump shoulders with millionaires. Like, ooh, Did you dope. meet some hoes, though? Meet some hoes? Listen. <laughs> did you meet some hoes? Like, you in Miami, did you meet some hoes? Oh, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's classified. No, <laughs> but it was so many. Everywhere you went, it was like, God damn, like. So let me talk to a couple people. Her, her, and her. Listen. Um. So if you go on YouTube Uh and you type in "sex lives," (laughs) y'all know that song. We burnt that song to the ground by replaying it so many times. But if you scroll down, not even a whole lot, just a tad, you see a remade version. Oh yeah, yeah. From yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And the view count is it's, high as hell. Yeah, it's it's, it's getting up there. A couple people didn't uh, actually hit me up on Out of all the little baby songs. Is that's a little baby song or is it Lotto song? I think it's, it's Lotto's. It's Lotto featuring Lil Baby, I'm pretty sure. I really think it's Lil Baby featuring No, you might be right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So out of all the songs that you could have did, mm-hmm. that shit was fire, by the way. And I agree with the one little comment that say it should have been longer. I agree with that. <laughs> but <laughs> for real. What though. made you pick that one? I mean, I hear certain beats and I just go. So whatever like come to mind, I just say. Like and when I heard the beat, I'm like, ooh. But it's also rights and, you know, copyright type shit that you got to go through. So I was like, shit, I can do a cover and, mm-hmm. you know, see what's up, see what people think. And I mean, shit, people fucking like So <laughs> I put the video in my group chat for my show. It's okay. pretty much all ladies in there. And after they listened to it, um, they asked, they told me to come on here and ask you. Mm-hmm. Is sex lies based on your real sex life? Yeah, like, listen, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like, hey, big dude. Yeah, they wanted to know, um, because your lyrics are very explicit. Hey, listen. I, and we gonna, I'm gonna play it at the end. I don't even think that's my nastiest song. Messy. Messy is true. Y'all dead ass wrong for not dropping that. Yeah, Messy might be one. Messy definitely. That's what we working on right now. Like, making sure everything is done right. And then that way we can just drop shit. Like, just like uh, that. I see. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I like, doing. I think I got, I got over 250 songs. Like, written. Just need a beat, too. So, now I just. So, I, what y'all gonna drop and, like, just take time off while y'all just let music drop? Oh, yeah, because, like, now, since you know the game, like, you just got to get that shit into the right ears. Or does that have any, like, does that have something to do with the fact that y'all are also in movies? Both, because, like, I didn't even, I didn't, like, starting this shit, I didn't even, even think being in a movie was, like, you know, in the question until I went to Josh's show and he seen me. He was like... Damn, you got a lot of niggas with you, bud. <laughs> y'all want to be in a movie? And to put a timeline on this so y'all can really see that patience is key. I met him in 2019. He had like one or two songs on SoundCloud that I was he made me aware of. Yeah. And I rapped for you, too. And he rapped for me. And I was like, all right, he cool. Like, you know, or he just another nigga that want to rap. <laughs> but one day, because we used to work together, that's how I met him. One day, he was like, I want to take this seriously. And then, of course, COVID happened, like, immediately after. But even during COVID. So, like, we didn't talk for, like, a few months. We got back in touch. And this nigga done did, like, five shows. Done started a whole group. Yeah. <laughs> Out here, like, doing so. It's like, and then now it's, what? It's 2022? Yeah. 
How many shows do you think you done did since I met you? I think we done did like Just 20 around plus. 20 plus. Yeah, something like that. You were involved in a movie. Yeah. You were involved in two Three. Movies. Three movies. Yeah. I you just shot a, a little short film too. You got some shoes out. Yeah, I got shoes out. <laughs> From 2019 to now. That's why I always say work ethic is so important and it's not what you know. Would you agree to this? It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, it's both for real. Like, But you, do you feel like to an extent? Yeah, to an extent. Knowing, of course, being, you know, obviously knowledgeable about what you're doing, but knowing how and who to talk to oh, yeah. plays a big Because, part. like, if you, if you network and you get that bond with people and... It, sometimes it ain't even got to be about money. It can just be about the person you is. Like, if if I'm ch- like a lot of motherfuckers, like my business people that I fuck with, bro, they they check on you. Like, hey, how you doing? You good? You healthy? Shit like that. Like, like that's that'd be more important to motherfuckers than half of the shit that you really doing. Like trying to do. So when I see shit like that, it's like it can be. It can go both ways for. Real. Oh, we got another we got another question for you. So <laughs> how do you this actually came from a guy. Okay. How do you feel about dating while you're in the midst of your come up? It's hard. It's really hard. Cause like I feel like if you trying to be with somebody that is active in this industry, it's hard because trust plays a big part. You out late nights, you I mean, if your significant other want to go to the club with you and all that shit, do that. But mm-hmm. at some point in relationships, y'all do need space. Sometimes, What's considered space for you? Let's hear it from a male's point of view. What's space? I mean, space mean like, if I'm at the studio and you know I'm at the studio. Like, leave you be? I, yeah, like, because at the that. end of the day, you got to pay for that. And like, studio time, $50 an hour, $100 an hour, like, whatever your ticket is. Mm-hmm. And that's... I'm not going to spend my hundred dollars to be sitting here texting and arguing with you. I just yeah, made a like, snap last night. My <laughs> homegirl um was texting me like I'm so tired of this nigga. She won't he won't get off the game, blah blah blah. I was like, Well, where is he at? And she like, he in the living room. I was like, Y'all live together, right? And she was like, Yeah. Leave that man alone. Well no, I want him to get off the game now. Your pussy's still gonna be there. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> until he get done. Like it's <laughs> never that deep. So like I can agree I can agree with that. But like some niggas be talking about space like they don't wanna see you for two days. No. No. It don't it don't be no. that because when you a writer, like even writing books, mm-hmm. sometimes you can get writer's blood or you, you be distracted by so much shit. You know what helps writer's blood for me? What? Having sex. <laughs> I'm being dead serious, no dead ass. Like Yo. when I first started writing books, shout out to my my favorite ex. When I first started writing books, I used to have writer's block bad because I was I started writing books in 2020, so like I was right in the middle of COVID. Like I've been writing, but I had got my first I signed my first contract in 2020, and I had writer's block so bad. But every time I would have sex, like my book would just flow be five and then i would put it out and it would be like in the top 100 every time but like when i <laughs> go like months without having sex i'll put a book out and that bitch be like 240 it just be trash i'm trying to tell y'all go ahead <laughs> you i understand like yeah. the, listen listen like that shit really fucking work like you ain't never had some pussy and then went to the studio and wrote a banger like I, that's how i did miss you See what I mean? Like, <laughs> sex, like, sex, uh, we, I'm trying to not smoke, y'all. I've been trying not to fold. I'm on day almost three now. I'm trying my hardest not to shit, fold. Shit, you on three, uh, three weeks and two days for me. Listen, 72 hours is a lot for me. I think I've been high every day for the past five years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got anxiety, y'all. But see, this is my thing. People will be like, if you have some sort of, um, like, anxiety or mental, like, mm-hmm. incapacity, whatever the fuck go get medication but like that medication is bogus yeah like smoke some weed you'll be like fine. why would i want to be hooked on a drug yeah even like, though yeah well, weed, weed is a drug but like it's legal it's and like pills you know whatever but it's like what i don't know i don't like the way that shit is but yeah so you, <laughs> you'll agree so do you feel like it's better to be single or 
to you feel like you can date while you're I mean, I feel like if y'all both busy, then yeah, because y'all got something y'all working towards. Mm-hmm. And it's like y'all take that time and then when y'all see each other, like it's that sex, that everything is just amazing. Like you could turn that phone off and chill with your significant other and talk about what y'all doing. Business, you know, personal, whatever. Like I feel like if you can't have a conversation like that with the person you're dating, that's not the person you should be dating. If I can't talk to you about what I have going on and you can't respond to me with something you have going on, like, Mm -hmm. it's never going to last. Because eventually you're going to become jealous of the fact I'm having emotion and you're not. Like, I I have... And that happens a lot. That happens too much. It happens way too much. When in all reality... You should be there for a moment. You should be there. If you don't have nothing going on, there's no excuse for you not to be there for your your significant other. Because you should be happy. You should be cheering them on. Just like if I'm cheering that person, like it's it's a team effort. That's supposed to be your teammate. Your chick supposed to be your ride or die. I don't know about that ride or die thing because right. I done rode and died and rode and died <laughs> and died some but more. You know what I mean, every time though. a bitch try to ride, I die. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> every that, time. That's just them. The like, only riding I'm gonna do. Listen, <laughs> don't the only riding I'm gonna do for a nigga is in the bed. That's it. Oh, we. But no, cause like <laughs> niggas really like dead ass, and it be the rapping ass. That's why y'all got such a bad breath. Yeah, like listen. it's always the niggas in in the industry or a sports or some sort of <laughs> athlete. Y'all don't be shit. Hey, it's some like, good ones out there. Some some are good, but I don't know. Y'all get y'all start getting a little name and numbers to y'all and. So, outside of music, what's going on for Gambino and what's next? <clears throat> outside of music. Besides the movie, we brought up the movie. Um, I mean, I'm... Tell us about the shoes. I was just about to listen. I'm excited about them because, like, I didn't... So many people have reached out, like, Young Jock, uh, a couple other blue check marks in my inbox about them. Talking about they love the designs, all types of shit, so... I mean, I'm I'm really excited, and I I can't believe like this shit really happened. I was just like, oh shit, they fuck with design that bad. Okay, like let's put them out. And it's it, I mean it's different. Like it's alligator skin, and I think it's python, something like that. Yeah, it's shit raw. I didn't like and even making the shoe. Like I got a patent for it and everything. So like if I wanted to sell my shoe to somebody, you I need could. to come out with some a slide version for the summertime. Oh, oh no! I, I'm working. Listen, I'm working on it. I'm working on that, and I'm uh, also working on a ladies' bag too. Yeah, it's something for the ladies. Always gotta do something for the ladies. It's going crazy this year. Um, definitely. What advice would you give to somebody trying to be in your position? Um, I would tell them like learn a business first, and. Then you pick and choose because, like, a lot of people get in and they might be better at producing or engineering or, you know, and or even managing, like, depending on what you learn because some people don't need managers. Like, no, like, real shit. If you know the business by yourself. Unless you were the baby-ass nigga, you definitely need a manager. Yeah, like, but when it comes to the contracts and shit like that, that's where your lawyer come in. And, like, most of the time... Like, it's, it's also good, though, because a manager, it takes everything off of you so you can focus on music and then, it, like, the booking aspect and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it it's definitely, it's time-consuming, but if you're going to do it, do it right, like, copyrights, you got to trademark you gotta like really read over every contract you get with these beats and everything just to make sure it's not samples put in because mm-hmm. once i think like once you buy the beat and it's automatically yours mm-hmm. if someone wanted to sue you like it it's, it's so much shit just because of the samples in it and like i don't think the producer can get in trouble like because now the beat is yours like you 
is you. So like, just make sure anything you do in black and white, everything's cool. Cause everybody think they could just go on YouTube, drop a damn song and it'd be fine. Like, no, you gotta either pay for a lease. You gotta, you know, it's so much shit. Or if you're not buying your shit straight out, like. Let me tell you about, let me tell you producers something. You engineers, whatever the fuck. <laughs> so I go to get a beat. For my show, because the beat I had, I was tired of it. And why this man tried to sell me a beat to belong to somebody else? And, and that happens too. That's why I say, like, them contracts got to be, like, all right, so my boy JB, he uh, he be doing beats for Authentic Empire artists. And yeah, shout out him because he made my song Ballin'. So, yeah, like, when he did that shit, I was, that, that was, it was crazy. But with him, he got a, he got a contract. And everything in the contract is listed as is. And he make your shit from scratch. So, like, and you'll get it back in two days. But he'll have the contract with you, how much you pay. And then if you, like, paying payments on it, he do all that. So, like, everything is right there for you to see it. Child, they got a payment plan for everything. Yeah. Because, like, depending on your, you know, when you are an independent artist, everything really is like shit is really expensive like it's not cheap so like all the shit that you putting into this gotta it gotta make sense because i work a full-time job so Mm -hmm. all that shit fun music and whatever else i got going on so it has to make sense like every business plan it's got to help me elevate i got to do better than what i just did like Mm -hmm. i can't just stay here so if you're not thinking like that a lot of entertainment shit ain't gonna be for you you got to keep doing better than you did yesterday. Like, that's really what it's about. In my eyes, so. You heard the man. So where can we find you at? I'm on every platform, every music platform. You know, I got I got two songs out. I'm about to drop another song with uh, Tiggs and RSM L. Ray from Cleveland. And that's about to Crazy, but you. It's good. a this song, y'all. I'm. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna <laughs> talk nobody else. But Everyone. It, it's giving real this song vibes. He says it's not a this song, but <laughs> y'all, y'all, when y'all hear it, y'all gonna know what I'm talking about. Listen, it's it's, it's gonna be a dope ass song. We supposed to be shooting a video in some time, like in June, cause like I gotta go to New York and shit first, so. And when I said, where can they find you on socials? I meant your social oh, media. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Instagram, you can find me on Facebook at Gambino330. Um, I got a Twitter, but I got to start being on there more. Like, I didn't made a, I didn't made social medias for everything. So, like, I got it for my personal life and my artist life. Because at the end of the day, when I go home, when I'm not on stage, I'm Jake Horn. I'm not an artist no more. Like, some people need to realize that. Like, you're not that every day. Like, you don't wake up Gambino every day. Niggas be waking up in they artist form (laughs) every day. (laughs) So, like, you know, I do got family, friends, and shit like that. No kids. So, it's like, you know, I I know. He ain't a baby daddy, y'all. He ain't a baby daddy, y'all. No, no, not. He ain't nobody's baby dad yet. Hey, uh. You ever had a pregnancy scare? I did. Um, I did. <laughs> I, was like, I was actually happy, though, because, like, I mean, at that point. You think you already have a kid? At this, am I ready? At this point? Are you at this point, uh, yeah. You, like, right on the verge of. I mean, yeah. Now but, is. I mean, shit. The kid happening. Kids is blessing, so, I mean, I don't know. I love kids. I got hella nieces and nephews. Like I love kids too. Just I just don't like kids. I love my kids. I mean, I like, like other people's kids, but I don't <laughs> like kids. I don't like the responsibility that comes with being a mother. I love my kids to death. I do anything in the world for them, but <laughs> that shit is get every day. My mom was like, "Yeah, you love your nieces and nephews, but at the end of the day, you it's can, a totally you different ball game." Back to your sister, like. We, Kids be cool as fuck when you can get them little motherfuckers back. (laughs) For real, though. But it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure to have you. you. And make sure y'all go listen. I'm going to put a snippet of a couple of his songs in here. 
Hopefully Spotify don't block my ass, but we gonna see. Hey. But I'll see y'all next week. Alright, y'all, we back again. Um it's mental health awareness month and I'm sick and tired of these retrogrades and my emotions being everywhere. But that's not what we're here for. Today, I'm here to talk to somebody, a very busy somebody. He's actually out of town right now, y'all. But I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself to y'all. Yo, what it do, man? It's your boy, Mr. Added Up. You already know what time it is. Uh, what vision films is the movement? Uh, you know, I'm just entertaining in any type of way I can. You know, that's pretty much it. Shoot videos, take pictures, rap, sing, motivational speaker, all that type of little stuff. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Who said men don't get to the bag? It's not just us ladies. So, tell us, let's start with, because clearly you're a jack of all trades. So, let's start with the music. Tell us, how did you get into it? How did you start? What made you start? Tell us everything. We nosy over here. Alright, so, I, like, I started making up songs in my head when I was, since I could talk and say words. So, I just always been in the music and loved it. Always made my own songs, like, uh, remix all of the songs I heard ever since I was a kid. Like, so, then, um... I got a little bit older. I really never took it serious until about, say about six, seven years ago. Um, I just started taking it serious one summer. And I came out with a song called Go to Work. And like everybody liked it. And then it just been up since that. And how long was that? How long ago was that? Go to Work came out um, four years ago. So yeah, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen is when I really started like yeah, turning up with the music. So would you classify yourself as a rapper or an artist uh, or just an entrepreneur? As an entrepreneur, I always be like gonna say that. I mean I guess yeah, but I'd be always saying that like I'm not a rapper. I don't care about um like I don't, I don't know. I don't care about being famous or none of that. Like, I'm just trying to get a whole bunch of money. That's it. Period. I just told somebody this the other day. I used to have these big dreams and goals of being super, super famous and rich. And I just want the rich part at this point. <laughs> yeah. Especially so, when I figured out that it's not hard. It's attainable. Like, it's not impossible. Not even hard or nothing. For real, I don't think. Mm. That's a statement I beg to differ about, but I, I can see why you would say that. I mean, anything, I feel like we've been made to feel like things aren't attainable when they really are. You just have to want it. And I think a lot of people don't have the drive to really get up and get to what they really want because it does, it does take work. It's attainable, but it takes work. Yeah, it takes a lot of uphill battles and a lot of, and it's easier to just, you know, be regular i guess i don't i don't be trying to say that to not to knock anybody like just, it's just easier just to do what everybody else does i guess regular is regular like people need to normalize being regular is not being a bad thing it's okay if you don't have a side hustle if you get up and clock into your nine to five and go home and lay in your bed that is okay because you made you some money like, yeah, that's great. don't look at yourself as less than because the next person might clock out of day nine to five and go get on a stage or go get in a studio or pick up a mic or pick up a, a pen and write. So don't, that's not the case. Like regular is okay. As long as you being able to take care of yourself, whatever your regular is, is okay. It's just not okay for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's all and it's not okay yeah. for me. I feel you. I feel you. For Town, you're big. Are you like big on performing? Have, do you perform a lot? Yeah, I do. Um, I do. 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 I do
Do you go out of town to perform specifically? Where is and where is your favorite place that you've been on behalf of music? Like, where has music um, taken you? Music has taken me to a lot of places, but I think I went to, I've been to L.A. performing. I've been down here in Atlanta performing in Florida. Um, but I'm from Ohio, right next to Pittsburgh, probably like 20 minutes from Pittsburgh. And I, I feel like Pittsburgh is my favorite place to perform, whereas maybe... Yeah, it's just like I get the most love out of Pittsburgh. Like it's like I don't know, it's like a different type of vibe out there for me. It's That's like crazy. Vibe. You're the second person to come on my show and say that. So now I need to check Pittsburgh out to see what the vibes are like. Yeah, shout out Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh, man. That's so you'll say that's your favorite place you've been regarding music. Well, just performing, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I don't know. Everywhere I go is basically... Atlanta's my favorite place to be, period. Like, but on the like, to perform, I guess Pittsburgh. Because the vibe is so dope. What is your goal with your music? Like, is there an angle? Is there, all right, I'm going to make this many songs and then I'm done? Do you plan to transition into something else? Or will music always be, like, a part of your life? I think music will always be a part of my life, but um, right now I'm in the process of trans transitioning into being uh, a more more like reality rap. I would say a reality music. I don't even want to say rap like reality music and like love music. You know what I mean? I'm trying to I'm transitioning out of talking about because I started off rapping about like you know just gangster shit like in the streets like which. I was cool for a minute because that's where I come from or part of my past life. But I feel like I don't really live like that no more. So I'm trying to transition out even making music like that. And plus, I've always made, like, I make funny songs. Like, um, I got songs about smoothies and doing yoga, songs about credit and shit like that that people never even heard because that type of shit don't even get that much attention. But I, I make that kind of music. So I'm moving, I'm gearing into just doing all that type of music. Like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Would you consider your music, like, do you consider yourself eclectic when it comes to your music as far as you can branch off into different genres? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because my my style ain't no certain, I mean, it's like hip-hop and R&B mix, but I don't sound like nobody, I don't know, I got my own style, like, and it's always, like, different, I don't know, it's always different, like, I be rapping, I be singing, but I be, I don't know, you just gotta, you gotta listen to it to be able to understand, I guess. Yeah, because I get tired of listening to people and everybody sound the same. Like, I feel like the artists that stand out are the ones where, like, when you hear them, you know that's them. Not, oh, is that such and such, or is that, like, you know, like, that's them. Like, those are really my type of people to listen to. But it's hard to support Let's get into that topic. How do you feel? Because I've seen you make a few statuses about support. So how do you feel when it comes down to the whole conversation of your own city not supporting you? Not necessarily you, but just in I, general. You know, I, that's feel like it, I feel like it doesn't matter that much, bro. Like I don't. I feel like I feel like that's a roadblock in people's career. I felt like that at a point in time, though. You know what I'm saying? Early in my career, I felt like that a couple years ago. Like, damn, why my city ain't. I don't feel like that no more, and I feel like that doesn't even matter at all. Like, like I just feel like it don't matter your city. Everybody already knows you anyway. Well, I can't speak for everybody's city. Let me rewind this back and dollars back for as far as my city. I'm from a small city, so everybody already knows me anyways. Like, you feel me from before music. So, yeah, fuck that. I don't care about what the what. I don't stand there really gain nothing by my my city. You know what I'm saying? I feel it's that. cool. I like if they support me. That's what's up. But I'm not mad at them. If, I'm mad at them if they don't. That was the point I was trying to make with that stat. And I'm not mad at my people who are regular people who are not involved in this lifestyle, like you said, who are regular people. Once again, who are okay with being regular people. And part of their life is like living their life and coming home, going to work, and going to sleep and shit. They don't go to bars and clubs. So I'll never be like my mom and dad don't come to none of my shows. You feel me? But I'm not like 
complaining at them like, damn, y'all don't support me. Like, y'all do support me because, like, I can get a meal over here. And, you know what I'm saying? Y'all support me in my life, period. Like, I don't have to come to my shit. You know what I mean? And I that's know. a... That's another thing. I feel like the regular people in the world need to know. Just because... Like, I have a friend, like, he's, he's you know, he's an artist, and we've been friends for a majority of the time. He's been rapping, like, taking it seriously. And, you know, due to the fact that I have my own life, I haven't been able to make it to any of his shows so far. But I share all his music. He's been on my show. Like, we support each other in our own ways. Like, and I think people need to realize that everybody's going to support you in their own way. Yeah, even if somebody you never know, people somebody might just tell somebody about you anything. I su- I appreciate all the support. I understand that shit though because I used to always feel like that. Like, damn, why do my people don't support me? Or why? Like, you know what I'm saying? We all got that. It's the same story for everybody. Your homies don't really share your music, but they share other shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got the same same little. You know what I'm saying? Or your people. It don't matter though. All that shit. It don't matter because at the end of the day, another side of this that independent artists don't like to realize or don't like to acknowledge is that this is a business and that if people like you have like you are, there's really no way around there's no shortcuts man everybody wants like a shortcut i feel like they want to they want to they want to make a song and they want it to blow up like on some like movie like somebody just heard your song and the song blow up shit and it doesn't work like that like it doesn't work like that this is like you get out what you put in you know what i mean it's just Literally. like the trapper side so you gonna have to spend a lot of thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on um like people don't you know what i mean people don't even do all these steps and then they'll be on facebook saying like they're ready to quit and all this or they fuck everybody nobody don't support me like but you didn't even take none of these steps like you ain't market yourself none of that shit and you know you didn't like and like and you know, if you did, I don't know if you know if you did that, you would be, you know, more alone. Like I'm, I'm not, I don't really market myself a lot. I do here and there. I don't care about the results either. Like you feel me? I'm not like pressed about. I'm not wondering why I sell how much music I sell or how much people's coming to my shows. You know what I'm saying? It's a lack of me putting the money where I need to go. You know what I'm saying? Niggas smoke weed and buy shoes and do all that. You know what I'm saying? Niggas do everything else. But don't want to invest in they self. Yeah, like, yeah, you know like, I mean? y'all can't, you, you, you can't, you can't expect everything from nothing. No, you can't expect to put 50% effort in this shit and then be major and blow up. It's not, it's not working like that, bro. You people, like, this is an example I, I like to use a lot of times, right? You see, um, Future is one of my favorite rappers, right? And this is it's not because he's lyrical or anything like that. It's because he just works hard. He always got a tape out. He always wants somebody's song. And for the past, ever since I've been out here, I came home in 2014 from prison. And I've been out here since then. And I've never, it's never been like a week. I can't think of a week that it's been gone past since you've gone here to Future. And that's the grind that he works. So how do you think, like, if you don't work as much as him, or more, he already made it, like, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to make it, and you're not working that much, like, you know what I mean? Or are you really trying to make it? Like, and they're spending a bag, bro, and people would say, like, them people got big, big budgets behind them and shit, but they didn't always have that, bro. Like, somebody, that happened, they went through the process as well, you know what I mean? Right. Everyone had to start from somewhere. But, yeah. let's get into one of your other mini hats, Let's talk about the photography. How did you get into that? Because everybody want, everybody can't take good pictures. But I've seen some of your work. And I gotta say, well, y'all, he, he good. I actually accidentally slipped into photography, no cap. Just um that just came from shooting from videography for real. I started shooting music videos first. Um just because I was on some cheap shit for real, not trying to keep paying videographers to shoot my videos. So I just got a camera one day and started shooting my own videos. And then, I don't know, I just started actually, some, sometimes people would be like, can you take my picture? And I'll just take it. And then I started playing around with it. And then, so I don't know. Now I'm starting to get into it because I've been getting a lot of, I've been getting paid a lot from photography, actually way more than videography. 
like more consistent and more more plays. So it's it's adding up to way more like to where I don't even really care about videography. I'm just gonna more ready to leave that in the past. Mm, I know that's right. Mm. So what would you say if you had to pick, if you had to pick between music and photography? Music. Why? Because I love music. And mm. I'm gonna get I'm gonna have I'm gonna get money regardless. So it's like I'm gonna do music. Um, music is like I'm gonna do that no matter what. Like you know what I mean? I don't know how to explain that. I might get burnt out of photography one day and cameras. I always be thinking that, and it's cool because like um, the thing about cameras is like they they retain most of their value, like all the camera gear, like lenses and stuff. So when I'm ready to be done with this shit, I could just sell it. But I don't know. I can't give up music ever. I'm gonna do music till I die for sure, no matter what. Do you see yourself always being an artist or do you see yourself in like more of a manager role when it comes to music? No, nah, I'll be an artist forever. I tried to be a manager before. Um, shout out my boy, Cuddy Swanby. I was a manager for one day and I quit because I, I can't be a manager because I'm too, I'm, no, nah, I don't want to, no. I'm like, bro, I'm so, this is why I can't, I'm such a nonchalant person, right? Like, and this would make life a little bit hard for me because I can't, I don't like to be around other people that much because I don't like to, like, have to tell, like, you know what I'm saying? I know what the fuck I want to do every single day. It's really simple, like, and, like, I don't know. I couldn't manage nobody else. I don't know. I just, no, I'm going to just be an artist forever, for real. And I'll pay somebody else. If I, once I got a lot of money, because I got my own label, so I'll pay somebody else to do that. But as far as me, I'll just be an artist, like, respect so i have some questions from the ladies and everybody who's listening knows how this goes ladies ask the guys so the reason i came up with this segment is because women apparently there's a big disconnect between communication between women and men so i took it upon myself to add this to a part of my show because predominantly most of my guests are men so women give me questions to ask guys because they want to hear certain things from a guy's point of view so the first question for you is what is the craziest thing a female has said in your dms like anything like in a way like shooting a shot or just trying to fuck with you or just anything in general what's the craziest thing you'd be like nah like i can't even fuck with you like you tripping man i don't know like because i don't think like i don't know people don't really my inbox ain't cracking like i don't know i mean bro, i meet all my girls in real life like that's the crazy part like so what's the craziest thing a woman has said okay let's change I'm gonna change it up, y'all. What's the craziest thing a woman has did to you? Man, oh shit! It gotta be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. Uh, it's a uh, bad thing. What's the craziest thing you like? No, I'm not fucking with Shorty no more. Like it's dead. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not gonna say her name, but this one girl, fucking yeah, I was. Um, I went out of town with this girl and we drove somewhere far away and like anyways we ended up getting to like a little argument and shit so we argued and I leave and then like I come back to get her and then like she got all these niggas out here with like guns and shit they acting like they about to smoke me and shit it's crazy. it was crazy like yeah, she was talking crazy, like, I'll get you smoked down here and all this and that shit. Like, this my city. Da, da, da. Ooh, yeah, it was she was on some bullshit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I still fucked with her after that, too. That's how See, you, you know her. what? You toxic. Mm. Mm-mm. See, see, this right here is why women be doing the crazy shit that they be doing, because y'all take us right back after we do some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, but not really. But guess what? I always get it. Like, yeah, all right. One day, I'm going to just be tired of that. And you got to get away from me. Like, facts. I feel that. So, the last question is, from an entertainer's point of view, 
what do you look for in a woman? But I want to change that question because you consider yourself as an entrepreneur. And I feel like that's a better statement. So what, from an entrepreneur's point of view, do you look for in a woman? Uh, well, you got a notebook. I mean, you got a hour. All right. I'll just really, this is a load, this is a loaded question. First of all, let me say that. And then second of all, um, I'm not 100% sure about this when I gave you this answer, but I'm going to give you my best answer. But I'm not 100% sure, which is why I'm single. I'm, I'm like not really single, but kind of like, but I'm not 100% sure. But I know for the most part, um, I would like a woman that has a good diet, like a clean diet. I ain't gonna say like, I'm a vegan, but like, she don't gotta be that. She don't gotta be vegan, but she gotta be down there close for real. Um, don't smoke. Um, driven, like just driven and has the desire to be wealthy as fuck and lead that shit to the next generation of her family and my family. Like, just have a desire to be wealthy as fuck. Like, she don't got to be wealthy right now, but she got to be on her way. Because I'm on my way, like, and, like, she get, like, she's, that's mandatory. Like, um, man, I got so much shit, but, yeah, that's basically it. Like, can't be really, like, all that can't smoke cigarettes, all that party and shit. I'm not really on that. Like, just really chasing the bag for real. And if you're not chasing the bag, just being like, being a compliment to me chasing the bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? By really just taking care of me, I guess, if you ain't gonna get a bag, like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, and I guess that sounds true, because it sounds true that I was, I'm listening to myself say it, but that's just how it is. Like, like, if you ain't, like really chasing the bag like me then i guess like just wash my clothes and keep the house clean and like don't ask me for a lot of shit right now because i'm trying to get rich just wait until like 10 years from now you can have whatever you wanted but yeah that's that's pretty much i don't know that's kind of it see how i say i don't know because i really don't know yeah because it's like i don't know if you 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 know too familiar to the way that i respond to certain shit because like 10 years but she's supposed to be expected to wash your clothes and compliment you and be an accessory to you with no reward until 10 years yeah, no, later. No, no reward. I'm saying, like, being around me, you automatically going to be doing extra, like, like I'm saying, I'm saying, but it knows be want extracurricular shit like that. I don't even, myself personally, I could live right now until I die and never want that type of shit. Like, like, so you want a woman that's bad. not materialistic? So would you say, would you add on to the the question that you would want to deal with a woman who's financially responsible? Yes, yes, absolutely. That's a that's a more men need to think like that. More men need to think like that because a lot of these men are dating women who are financially irresponsible when they already are lacking in finances. So you're dating a woman who really doesn't have any money to begin with. And then when she gets some, she's irresponsible with it. And then you're upset because 
oh, I spent all my money on this girl and I didn't gain anything from being with her because you went into the relationship dealing with somebody who's financially irresponsible. I More men need to think the way that you do. Yeah, and I'm not saying that I've done it. Like, you feel me? I've done it. Been, I've done it. Like, like, like you said, that shit leave you feeling dumb as hell, drained. Like, it's irritating off the rip. Like, what are you doing? When you see somebody, and, like, people be taking it for the wrong reason. Like, like you were saying it, like, um, like, you're trying to talk down on them or something. It's like, nah, bro, I just want you to be financially responsible for yourself so you could be cool. And I always look at it like this, no matter people in my life. So I always tell people, like, bro, I live... I could be gone, like, anybody could be, like, I can't take care of, like, I, I need you to be able to take care of yourself, you know what I mean? Right. That's a compliment. That's being a compliment, though, being able to step in when your man can. Yeah. And without making him feel like he's less than for having to pick up the slack. You feel me? I don't think women, I think some, I ain't gonna say, I don't like to say a lot. There is women that think like that, that and they got, they are. I thought, one thing, I, can I say this about relationships, right? Mm-hmm. About, um, about, um, people and shit too. Um, I hate the, I hate that we all, we all do it. I do it. That we be, that we say stuff like, um, there's no good women or there's no good men. It, it, of course, there's a lot of them. And they all married to each other and they're doing good and they live in live saying. And then some of them aren't, but it's a lot of them. It's a lot of good couples. It's a lot of happy couples. It's a lot of happy people in the world. Like It's a lot of good people in the world. And I think um, we like to focus a lot on the bad. Like, just even when, like, in our daily dealings and the shit we talk about, we all like to focus on, like, it's not enough for this and it's not. But it really, it really is just how you look at it, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times I think I can know from my own personal dealings, um, the females I've attracted and stuff into my life was because of me lacking something, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, me me being, not being my best version at the time, so that's what I'm attracting, like. Or or that's how somebody treating me as well too. Somebody sometimes some people gonna treat you as you're treating yourself. You know what I mean? I might not be treating myself uh, right and exact at the time I'm dealing with this person, so they they not treat me right right and exact things like that. Right. Oh, trust me, I agree. But that's why people need to date better. I feel like we need to bring back the old dating ways of actually getting to know somebody before jumping into a relationship. Yeah. Because then you end up with somebody who you thought was somebody and they're not that person. But I I completely agree with you. So, with all that being said, what's next for you? Like, what do you have coming up? What's going on? What Where can people find you at? Desires the film. We working on Desires the film. I wrote, I wrote this movie. I wrote the script. Um, we're in the casting process right now, and after we get done with the casting process, we'll move on to the next process, which is probably um, finding all the locations and stuff like that. Probably gonna shoot it in Pittsburgh and in Ohio. Um, so yeah, Desires the film. Stay, stay on the lookout for that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the movie. Uh, shout out my boy Young Curl. Um, shout out. FLMG too, because we all in the movie. Uh, shout out FLMG, life. you know, you know that's yeah, my best friend. Yeah, shout out them, man. Shout out my boy Juan. Shout out everybody. Um, we 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 about that's gonna be a real big project with Fredo Star. I'm I'm just excited to be a part of it. I don't really even really know what my role is yet, yeah. but I'm just excited to be around and be a part of it. So that's gonna be dope. And, uh. Besides that, yeah, man, just look forward to more photo shoots and shit, pictures. I'm out here with my camera. I'm looking to shoot more people. I'm looking for models, uh, looking for both males and female models to, like, take pictures with my shirt on and stuff like that. So tap in with me. Um, You can find me, The Real Added Up, on Instagram, Real Added Up on Facebook, The Real Added Up on YouTube, basically The Real Added Up on everything, like, um, all platforms. Tap into my website, it's walkvisionfilms.com, W-O-P, visionfilms.com. Um, got a lot of my content on there, uh, photos, you can check out my work videos. And that's pretty much it. I'm doing, yeah, that's it. Well, that's y'all, it, y'all heard it. 
And can y'all believe, can I just say before we cut this show, y'all, this is episode 14. We are almost done with season one. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, for real. I really appreciate it. It was fun. And you know you can come back and update us when, like like he said, when he gets to the stage he want to get at. We're going to have them come back. We're going to have them come back before that. I love when people come back and update me and their life done got bigger than what it was the first time I talked to them. Yeah. So, I just want to say, man, everybody listening to this, man, even if it don't, whatever, man, just keep going, man. Whatever you're doing, just don't never stop. This shit ain't never over. You ain't never lose until you stop. No matter what everybody say, because you're going to have people saying, like, yeah, you ain't get this part yet. You ain't, man, don't listen to that shit, bro. Just keep going. It's on the floor. You winning as long as you working. Yeah. And that's the realest shit you probably can hear today. I'll see y'all next week.